Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Even If podcast, the podcast where each week we share stories of faith and the hope of Jesus. I'm your host, Christy Lowe, and I'm back this week with a little bit of a different episode. Honestly, it's just been a crazy, crazy couple of weeks, spiritually speaking. And about the middle of last week, I realized that I was under, I was under spiritual attack by the enemy. I had been physically ill and I realized that this was, that there was more going on than just, I had a stomach bug. There was more to it than that. And some other things had happened. I believe that we come under spiritual attack in three ways. This is not an exhaustive list. I think we can come under enemy attack physically, like I did mentally, where we question everything. And then sometimes we come under attack situationally, where it's, um, uh, you'll be in situations and something will not feel right, or you're, or the enemy causes chaos and confusion and dizziness and uh, he, he likes to try to stir things up so there is no peace. So we're going to talk about those three things today. I think other people need to know and understand what it looks like to be under attack by the enemy. And if we begin to recognize those things, I think we're all going to see a difference in our lives because whenever we come under attack, half of the time, it's just about recognizing it. You know, if you don't know there's a battle going on, it's real hard to fight that, right? Well, th- when I started this podcast, the enemy didn't take a lot of notice. And the reason why I think that is because I'll <laughs> I'll just go ahead and tell on myself. You know, I've kind of always been that girl that I had really good ideas and I've started a lot of things in my life, but I wasn't I wasn't always great about finishing things. And so I'm sure he kind of looked at this and went, "Mm, she's just starting something. It'll last two months. I don't have to worry. And so, you know, that's where I think that this all began. I think he realized that I was, I was serious about this. He took notice and he went, well, let's see if we can end this real fast. And he didn't, but it was last week, last Wednesday when I turned on the microphone. And so what you're about to hear is me having had a stomach bug for about 10 days and then standing up and saying, okay, this is, this is not, this is not okay. And I'm not, I'm not going to lay down and die. (laughs) Although I did actually kind of feel like at a couple of points. All right, well, I'm fixing to stop talking and then let me talk some more. I don't, (laughs) what do you say whenever you're just about to, uh, (laughs) so I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to let you guys in on the conversation. So anyways, without further ado, here you go. Have you ever been doing something that you felt the Lord had asked you to do? And it seemed like every time you turned around, there was something coming against you that made it feel like you were doing the wrong thing, or you weren't supposed to be doing it, or that it wasn't worth the effort for you to do whatever it was that you felt like God had asked you to do. If that's you, you are exactly where you need to be today. I'm Christy Lowe. Thanks for joining me today on the Even If Podcast. This might be the least edited, least polished episode I've ever done. 
But I want you to hear me today because I think that there is a word here that each of us need to hear. And I fully believe in my spirit that God has asked me to stand here before you today and speak it. I have been under the most intense spiritual attack that I have probably ever experienced in my entire life. When I got back from Guatemala on February 25th, I felt great. I had an incredible week, y'all. I had seen God show up and the Holy Spirit was welcome in the place where we were. I heard stories of how God had healed. If you listened a couple of weeks ago to Rudy's story, Rudy was a paralyzed man. Rudy laid in his bed paralyzed for two months and God healed him. And so when I came back from Guatemala, I was infused with a fresh reminder of just how active and on the move God is. So I come back and I'm, you know, if you've heard me say it before, I'm all full up. And two days after I got back from Guatemala, I fell ill. And I'm not talking just kind of ill. I'm talking like I wasn't more than about five feet from a bathroom for about four days ill. And medicines, although they have helped some, have not I am not fully healed yet that I'm on day. I don't even know anymore. It's like day 10. I think I don't know. I'm so it's been such an ongoing deal. I don't even try to count anymore. I don't even care. But what I'm saying is that I got sick, real sick. And then after I got some medicines, and you know, it looked like that might start to help me. I started to get a really bad headache. And then my body ached. And then unexplicably, so today is Wednesday, on Monday night, I am in bed and half of my face swole up. I don't know if it's a swole, swelled, I don't know. My face swelled up, half, just half. The left side of my face looked like I had been in a fight while the right side of my face was untouched. My husband looked at me and was like, dude, what is this freak show you got going on here? I mean, like, it was the most surreal. I kind of retraced my steps. I thought maybe I had, you know, taken something, eaten something that maybe I was allergic to. And I just kept going back to there was nothing that I could explain why my mouth and my eye. And the next day, my, my, my face was still swollen and it dawns on me. This is spiritual attack. You can look at an outside circumstance and go, oh, she's just had a virus or, oh, she was just sick. You know, that happens. I'm not saying every time you get sick, that's a spiritual attack. Don't misunderstand me here. But there are times where I believe that the enemy comes against us physically because he knows that he or he thinks he can stop us because we are physically ill. I want you to know that Rudy's story still came out, even though I was not feeling well. The next week, Carrie's story still came out. Satan is not going to stop me because he thinks he can send a stomach bug or face swelling my way and expect that I'm going to lay down and not do this. What it tells me is I'm getting close to something or I'm starting to do something that he doesn't like. This is starting to have some influence. Maybe some of you are starting to encounter your own moments where you go, I'm going to trust the Lord in this. I'm going to have faith. 
Maybe you're starting to understand what it means to walk out this life in such a way that we're confident of who he's called us to be. We're confident of what he's done in us. The reason why I'm here today, the reason why I'm recording this is not because I want sympathy. I really don't care. Like, I'm going to be fine. Am I struggling still? Yes. Is that okay? You betcha. I'm standing here right here today to tell each of you that there are going to be times when you step into what God has called you to do. You will get an assignment from the Lord and you're going to say yes. But when you say yes... It's going to come with the enemy going, oh, you don't want to do that. The enemy wants nothing more than to stop us from completing the assignments that the Lord puts before us. That is the enemy's, that's, that is his sole objective. He just wants to stop us from doing whatever it is. Or if he can't stop us, he wants to make us ineffective. Like in this case, right here, right now. He wants me to back down and only tell stories that are neat and tidy. He wants me to only tell stories that don't have power, that don't come with the ability to affect and change you, the listener. He wants to make us ineffective. The reason why I decided today to start recording is because I want you, the listener, to be equipped and maybe you're not under spiritual attack. And if you're not, save this for a rainy day. But if somebody else is under spiritual attack, please share this with them. Maybe they need to know it. Spiritual attack is going to come in a couple of different ways. And this is not exhaustive. This is simply from my experience, what I've seen. Can it come other ways? You betcha. Okay. So Ephesians 6, 12 tells us that this fight is not of flesh and blood. It's of the rulers, it's against the authorities, it's against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. But John 16, tells us, in this world, you're going to have trials, but don't lose heart. I have overcome the world. That's Jesus. So in Ephesians, it tells us, this is coming against you. Don't be naive. And I think the way that we cannot be naive is to open our eyes and say, okay, what is it? How can I recognize when I might be under spiritual attack? And that's what I want to give you today. There's three places where I think you might start to identify spiritual attack. The first one I've already told you physically. Sometimes it's going to come against you physically, just like it has me this time. It's been one thing after another physically, my head, my body, my the, this gastrointestinal issue that has just been loads of fun. And then my face swelling. He'll do anything physically to slow us down. So if you begin to experience something physically that normally your body would be able to handle, you, it could possibly be that you were under a physical attack by the enemy. That is that it's just one of the ways he wants to attack us. There was a point in my life where I regularly had to go to this person's house. And every time I got to their house, I got a headache. There was a darkness there when I would have to go to their house. And it would physically give me a headache every time. There was even one time when 
I knew <laughs> this is crazy. Some of you are going to think I've done falling off my rocker. And if you do, you know what? That's okay. I'm just telling you what I've experienced and what I know and I hold true. And that is that there was a time when I got that headache and it was a very specific way that my head hurt. And I know that sounds strange, but I began to recognize that there was a darkness that came with that person whenever they would be near me. And that's when I would get that particular type of headache. Well, there was a point where that person was near my house and I began to feel that headache. And I went, whoa, hold on. And kid you not, found out that they were there. I mean, it was is wild. So from a physical standpoint, don't minimize that. The second thing I want to address with you is that there are times where you're going to be in a situation. You're going to start going, hold on, I don't know, this doesn't feel right. I don't think that this is what I need to be doing, or I need to be here. Or you begin to feel, I'm going to sound <laughs> strange when I say this, you begin to feel some type of way. But <laughs> my friend says that a lot. But whenever you begin to feel some type of way, and you know that something is off, if there is chaos, Satan loves chaos. He loves chaos because it's hard to make good decisions. It's hard to hear the voice of God when there's chaos all around you. Satan loves chaos. The other thing he loves is confusion. He loves it when there's confusion in communication. There's confusion about, well, should we do this? Should we do this? Well, confusion just means that we're not either we can't hear the Lord, it's too loud, or it means that he can throw us off by making us go one way when we needed to go the other. He loves confusion. And the other is, and this is a strange one, but have you ever just felt this sense of dizziness in you that whenever you are with someone or there is a situation that holds a darkness in it, there's a dizziness that comes with that. You feel like you're spinning and then you kind of slow down for a second. You're like, whoa, I'm dizzy. So chaos, confusion, and dizziness. Don't don't ignore those. Those are places where the enemy comes at us. And sometimes it's just simple stuff like that. He just he's able to distract us. He's able to confuse us. And that's all it takes to undermine whatever it was the Lord wanted you to do. The final thing I want to address is that there are times where mentally you are going to feel like you are questioning everything. I got to tell you that mentally, whenever you're under attack, I'm not talking about demon possession. I'm not talking about being possessed by something. I'm talking about how the enemy comes and he'll put questions out there like, are you sure you're supposed to do that? What if everybody doesn't like that? What if you're wrong? What if people make fun of you? What if this, what if your friends, what if your friends leave you? What if, what if, all the what if questions, there's also those times where he'll try to make you overthink your motives. Like you're doing something that you feel like is an assignment from the Lord. And he'll say, did he really say that? Are you sure he really wants you to do it that way? It'll be just a little nugget of, oh, really? Even that? Oh, you mean you're not supposed to gossip even to your best friend? I mean, she's your best friend. You're supposed to tithe. I mean, are you sure it's supposed to be that much? It's always trying to make you question what the Lord 
has said to you. And for me in this podcast and in some of the other things that I'm doing outside of this podcast, I sense the Lord giving me an assignment. I sense him assigning me some things and some tasks. And as soon as I said yes, it was on like Donkey Kong. The enemy came at me so hard and so fast, and he was like, whoa, it was one thing you were, I mean, you were just telling a few stories here, but now you want to go do this, or now you're thinking about, now, so what I'm saying to you, and the reason I'm here today is because I want us to be alert, and I want us to be equipped, and that comes with putting on the full armor of God. That means putting on the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness. And I'm just here to tell you that no matter what, even if you were asked to walk that path, you say, Lord, you are my anchor and you are my rock and I will not be shaken. Last night, a friend of mine whom I trust and respect had no idea what that I was planning on recording this today. And she said, have you ever thought about talking about the difference between what if and even if? And I text her back, you have no idea what a confirmation you just were to me. Because that's what this word today is about. It's not about what if this happens. It's, well, even if it does, I'm going to be faithful. Even if is about pre-deciding how we're going to walk this out. Even if means that I know who I trust, even if I don't know the outcome. What if is that place of floundering? It's like, what if I lose my job? What if I lose my house? What if we're broke? What if I, what if we can't afford to buy groceries? What if we can't keep the lights on? What if our friends ridicule us for doing this? What if... Guys, I'm going to tell you, since I started this podcast, there are people who don't talk to me anymore because I made them uncomfortable. I started talking about faith. I started talking about things that, you know, maybe they weren't quite, they didn't realize I had such a depth in me about. And when it came out that I did, it went, they went, whoa. So that what if I lose some friends over this? Well, were they really my friends to begin with? Was it hard? Yeah, it stinks. I mean, there are people that I really thought were in my corner. And turns out, man, they I was only in their corner. They weren't in mine. So what if I lose some friends? What if we lose some friends? But what if you find the friends that God has been waiting for you to step into? He just needs you to take a leap of faith. Instead of it being a, what if I lose... It's even if I do lose this, I'm going to gain so much because of my faith. And I didn't even plan on saying that about the friend part. That's and you know what? That's neither here nor there. I absolutely 1000% believe that whatever the Lord calls me to, he is worth whatever it costs. And if you don't hear me say anything else, if this is the only podcast episode you ever listen to, I pray that you know that you're going to be tested and that the enemy is going to come after you. And it's not a matter of what if he comes after me. It's a matter of when 
he comes after me. And when he does, even if he does, my faith is secure. At the very beginning of this, I said that the Lord will give us assignments. And that might be a foreign concept to y'all. And maybe I need to go back and break that down. But there are going to be times when God's going to give us an assignment. And sometimes it's a short-term assignment. It's a one-time thing. It's like, hey, I need you to love on this person today. I need you to text this person and check on them. And when we wake up in the morning, we have the opportunity to say, hey, God, I'm in. Put me in today. There is no sitting on the bench when you're on Christ's team. When you're on this team, there's work for everybody. And there's enough. Nobody has to sit on the bench. <laughs> He's going to use all of us. I love that. I, that just that analogy literally just came to me. I just saw a basketball team and the kids sitting on the bench, you know, there's no kids sitting on the bench whenever it comes to this, because all you have to say is, I want to participate. What are you up to, Lord? I, give me a give me an assignment. You know, this was a big assignment. Doing this podcast, this was like a life-changing assignment. And, and you know what? He may call you to do it. My friend Armando has started a faith and sports podcast, and I love that. And I'm, if you haven't, go over and check that out. I'll try to put the link in the show notes for you guys if you want to check that out. But guys, God's going to give us assignments. They may be short-term assignments. They may be long-term assignments. But whatever our assignment is for that day or that season, you can expect attack. Sure. Right now, mine's physical. Is it over? I don't know. It could go on for a while. If it does, I mean, whatever. That's fine. Life goes on. I'll deal with it. I ain't going anywhere. Because as long as I have breath, I'm going to proclaim the Lord's goodness over my life. I'm going to share the stories that God puts before me. And whatever Satan does to try to come in and undermine that, Satan holds no power in my life. He may get access sometimes. The Lord may allow him to do that. Go back and read Job. God gave access and gave permission for the evil one to go against Job. So there may be times where he comes against you. But that's where you say, I'm going to stand firm. Even if you come against me, I ain't going anywhere. Even if you come against me, my Abba Father goes before me. I'm going to end today by telling you this. I'm so encouraged. I see so many of you showing up and telling your stories. You're showing other people what Jesus has done in your life. Keep doing it. I'm so proud of each of you because what you're choosing is a life of faith. You're choosing to be everything he's called you to be. You're choosing to live this life out loud in a way that honors him. That makes other people stop and take notice. Keep being that. Keep being every bit of that. It's worth it. And even if the enemy comes against you, it's worth it. Thanks for being here, guys. Good Lord willing, I will see you next week.